Hello, welcome to more of the Richard Herring podcast feed, powered by Acast Plus. Uh, hope you're enjoying all these tour podcasts. There is still a chance to catch some, though they're selling out very fast. Uh, we, in fact, Sheffield on the 7th of March sold out. Uh, but check the theatre website for returns. Uh, Monday the 11th of March, Adam Buxton and Lemsis A in the Leicester Square Theatre sold out. But you can get tickets for the Warwick Arts Centre where I'm talking to Lindsay Santoro and the Exploding Heads internet phenomenon and at Bedford on the 21st where I'm talking to Olaf Falafel and my old friend Al Murray. I'm at Glasgow uh, on the 27th of March, sold out. Susie McCabe and Fred McCauley. And then at Hull on the 28th of March with Tommy Cannon and Bob Mortimer. Uh, there are three tickets left as I talk to you, so get there quick if you want to come and see that. Also, this richardherring.com slash Rahalastapa. Come and see me on tour, doing stand-up for the first time in six years. richardherring.com slash Ballback, coming lots of places around England and some places in Scotland. Uh, and that's about it for the moment. All right, sit back, relax, and enjoy Raha Lasta When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Oh, well, hello. What a lovely surprise. We're doing a little special Rich Herring's Leicester Square Theatre podcast uh, this week, though it didn't happen at Leicester Square Theatre. It happened at the Spike Sligo in Sligo in West Ireland. Um, and my guest was... The Danish comedian Sophie Hagen, who you may not have heard of yet, but I think you will hear a lot of. She's a very funny and interesting woman. I saw her show, which was about Westlife, who were also from Sligo, after we did this podcast. And I would heartily recommend it if you get a chance to see it. It's very interesting about uh, obsession, about being a fan, and also about depression uh, and mental illness. Uh, and uh, I think it'll become an absolutely fantastic show. It's only the second time she did it. Uh, and fascinating and honest as she is in this podcast and as I am a bit in this podcast probably a bit too much uh it's the usual uh slightly offensive blend of stuff uh so do not listen to this if you are faint-hearted uh but uh, there's some fun there there was a very small audience we were on at three o'clock in the afternoon on a Saturday I was very tired having come there from uh my tour which is still ongoing you can come and see that if you want to lord of the dance settee go to richterring.com slash l-o-t-d-s slash tour and you can see everywhere that I'm coming uh, in uh, the next few weeks. I will be in Fareham on the 16th of April, Worthing on the 17th, uh, New Milton on the 18th, Portsmouth on the 19th, Hull on the 23rd, Bristol on the 24th, but that's sold out. You can check with the Colson Hall if there's any returns. Monmouth on the 25th of April. It goes on. Check out the others. There's Clevedon, Shrewsbury, Stockton-on-Tees, Leeds, I think might be sold out, Peterborough. 
And then I'm doing the Bloomsbury Theatre on the 14th and 15th of May in London. It will be terrific if you would come to either of those, but especially on the 15th when we will be doing the DVD record. It's already selling pretty well, but I'd love to have that packed out because it just gives a fantastic atmosphere. So if you haven't yet seen the show and you live in London, that would be a good chance. 15th of May at the Bloomsbury. Still some nice tickets. Uh, and then, I mean, Wrexham, Sutton Coldfield, which is sold out. Taunton, Swindon, Borden, Red Hill, Southport, Eastbourne, Olverston, Hebden Bridge. And then I will be at the Leicester Square Theatre on the 11th of September with this show, which I, because in August and September, I'm doing all 11 of my one-man shows over the six weekends, plus a new show uh, at the end, which was going on the 12th of September. So go to the Leicester Square Theatre website if you want to buy tickets for that. Uh, and if you want to help fund our future internet projects as well, you can, of course, go to gofasterstripe.com slash badges and pay monthly or a one-off payment. And all that money will go towards making more internet content. Or you can go to eBay, look for Herring1967. I'm putting up various bits of Lee and Herring memorabilia and T-shirts I've made and sometimes signed snooker balls if you're a fan of my snooker-based podcast. There's all sorts of things there. But uh, anyway, let us listen to this strange and poorly attended podcast that happened a long way away. But now I've done podcasts in England, Wales, Scotland and Ireland. So only Northern Ireland, I think, is the only part of the British Isles. Now people from the Channel Islands and Cornwall are going to get in touch, aren't they? Say, what about us? But, you know, you you know the basic thing. The Isle of Man, people are going, why? We're too busy rolling homosexuals down the hill in a spike barrel with spikes on the inside, Rich. But we've heard you're doing podcasts in other places. I will do these occasionally in other places if I can, but not if only 25 people are going to show up. What's the, what's the point of that? Um, so anyway, it was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun at Spikes Ligo. Uh, it's a festival, as you'll hear, dedicated to Spike Milligan, which is a massive honour for me to headline, though maybe a miscalculation on the part of the festival organisers. Um, here we go. Here is a bonus. Rahalastapa Bassi, but at the Stigo, Spike Sligo, in Ireland. Bagora, top of the morning to yay. Oh, and uh, sorry that Sophie's mic is a bit low in the mix. Oh, well, I'm very loud and she's not as loud. But I hope you enjoy it anyway. Bye. A man who isn't entirely sure where he is. It's Richard Herring. <laughs> Hello, Ireland. I, believe, I think I'm in Ireland, right? I think that's where I am. Good. That is good to know. I've got that right. I've got up early this morning. Welcome to Rich Terring's Leicester Square Theatre podcast, but at the Spike Sligo in Ireland. Or as all the cool kids are calling it, Rahelester Per Batsasai. There are some cool kids in today. Uh, so, yeah, it's, uh, it's an unexpected bonus uh, podcast. Um, I'm here at uh, Sligo... At the first uh, festival, as I understand it, dedicated to Spike Milligan. I think that's. I think. I think I've got it. So I'm just trying to piece it together bit by bit. Uh, which uh, I am headlining, which is not a good sight from the number of people who've come to see the podcast. I'm on tonight, uh, but uh, doing some stand-up. Uh, so uh, I've come over this one. I got up. I was in uh, New Greenham last night doing a gig, which is uh, where Greenham Common, Common the uh, RAF base used to be, which had nuclear missiles on it. Uh, it was pretty radioactive last night, I can tell you. And then I had to get up at seven o'clock in the morning uh, to come here. So uh, it's three o'clock. Well, it's, it's half past three in the afternoon. This is going to be a, this is going to be brilliant. I'm just I'm going to call it now. Uh, and uh, since my last. I'm a little bit tired because since the last time I did one of these, I have produced a human being out of my wife's vagina. And uh, that's, uh, 
I, I, I had something to do with it. Some of my sexcrement has created, become living. And uh, she's a beautiful little girl called uh, Phoebe. She's full of urine. That is all I can say about her. I can't believe how much urine there is inside her for someone so tiny. Uh, and it was the birth was uh, you know was all right for me. I wrote actually, uh, I actually, I wrote a blog during during the uh, during the process because there was a bit of a hiatus. It was exciting to begin with, and there was uh, there was some time as we waited, and I thought, oh, I'll write my blog. I've got time. <laughs> my wife was quite drugged up and happy, so that was all right. Uh, but then it's quite a shocking thing. I don't know if any of you have had uh, children or seen them being born. It's quite a shocking thing to see to witness uh, kind of a human head emerging from your wife's... Well, from any other human being. It's something you're not meant to... I couldn't quite take it in. One, my daughter's head looked massive, and they looked tiny, and they looked massive again. I could, I could absolutely... My brain was unable to process what was happening. And she was really screaming. The minute her head was out of my wife, it, she was just... Aah! So it was, like, really terrifying. I was kind of looking forward to it. It was like a horrible, angry troll had been born. She was all squashed up. And for the first hour, she just cried... I thought, oh, God, what have we done? <laughs> uh, but she's, she's, been, she's uh, been quite nice since then, so it's been all right. She's quite happy most of the time. But the first hour of her life, she was really pissed off. But, but I think she's got used to us now. She's quite smiley and nice. But it makes... Every time I see a person now, I think you want... Not you, mate. You, you came out of someone's vagina. Your head was once coming out of someone's vagina. It's very... Once you've got that image into your head, it's a very hard thing to shake. I met Princess Anne a couple of months ago. <laughs> And I was, couldn't help thinking that your head was once coming out of the Queen's vagina. What if I'd said that to her? We all do, even you, mate. You're your beardiest, beardy, most Irish man I've ever seen seen the, in the front row. <laughs> you came out of a woman's vagina, probably. Or maybe, maybe ripped out of her stomach. <laughs> maybe you just emerged like that, fully formed, <laughs> pulling your mother apart. But that's a... It's a it's a wonderful thing. So just chatting with the Irish people here. It's, it is nice to be in Ireland. And I've, I've only been here for about two hours, genuinely. And I had a sandwich in the hotel. And I got like a little taste of how different Ireland and London... I come from London, which is not a very nice place. And Sligo, Sligo already seems like a very nice place. Uh, and I was having a sandwich and there's a man at the next table eating on his own. And a woman came over and said, can I, can I have that? You're using that chair. Can I have it? And in London, you'd have gone... But this guy went, yes, of course you can. Would you like me to carry it over to your table for you? Yes. <laughs> brilliant. I should have done it in the accent. I've been promising to do that. I was on Twitter today saying I've been practising the accent. Top of the morning to you. That was quite good, actually. Uh, that was a bit too good. That was actually beyond parody. That just looks offensive. <laughs> Some people got offended on uh, Twitter because they thought I was genuinely going to do that as a without a layer of irony. Uh, so, um, good. Look, well, we're having a nice time. Uh, did you, Sligo means abounding in shells. That's what I've discovered. That's what, that's what it means. Do you know that? Abounding in shells. <laughs> I like the fact just abounding's in there, don't you? Abounding by shells. Um, so, uh, that's it. Or, or Shelley Place, it can mean. Place where if you, anyone called Shelley in, because I'd be fucking making, I'd be dining out on that. If I was called Shelley and I lived in Sligo, I'd be very happy. Shelley Sligo. I'm not drunk yet. Not drunk yet, but I'm planning on. Uh, do you know Bram Stoker's mother was probably born in Sligo? <laughs> Did you know that? Well, there you go. <laughs> maybe she was, maybe she wasn't. But there's, you know, Dracula might have been slightly based on a cholera outbreak in Sligo. 
I think it was something like that. Well, that's off the top of my head. Uh, so, uh, right, well, we'll uh, I think we'll crack on. Uh, oh, I've got my new, this is my new, I don't know, if, does anyone listen to my podcast here in this room or have you just wandered in off the streets? I've got uh, my, I sold my, um, I had a, a notebook, I've even forgotten what it was now, it was uh, the Harry Potter notebook. I was the Slyther, it was a Slytherin notebook from Harry Potter that I had all my notes in and I put it on auction on eBay. I had like all the notes from all the Rahelestopers. Thank you. Uh, weak. It's very weak. <laughs> weak audience. Uh, and uh, it sold on eBay for £1,300. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> no one was more surprised than me. All that money will go back into... And then apparently the, uh, the man then he, who bought it emailed me and said, uh, my daughter said, oh, put a bid on that. You'll definitely... Someone else will definitely bid. <laughs> it, it, got, it wasn't like that. wasn't his first bid. It, was, it had gone up that high. He said, oh, just bump it up. Uh, and then she took a video of him as the countdown. <laughs> he hasn't sent it in to me. I'm hoping he'll send it to me so we can see his disappointed face. <laughs> as he it's, I mean, it, but this time I've got, uh, I've already done, I did an unofficial uh, interview with uh, Peter Lord who created Morph. Did you have that in Ireland? I'm just going to say that. I'm going to ask that for all because I know I know you have all the BBC programmes here, but I'm going to pretend it's like it's like I'm in it. Is it the same time in Ireland as it is in London? Yeah, no, it isn't. No, that's that's why it's half past three rather than three o'clock. Uh, so uh, uh, and uh, so he signed it. Then he signed it, and there's a picture of Morph there. Uh, so I'm going to get everyone to sign it. And then it will be worth even more money. That's very clever. So then we'll make more money. I don't think uh, our guest today will add any value to this. <laughs> <laughs> she is... Uh, you never know, she might become more famous than she is at the moment. She's, uh, usually when I say this bit at the start, it's sort of a joke about the, about the most obscure thing they've done. But she probably is best known for appearing on Alan Davies' Alan Davies Après Ski... <laughs> One episode of that programme. That is what she is best known for. <laughs> Will you please welcome Sophie Hagen, ladies and gentlemen. Come in, Sophie. She's already signed the book. And she can't take that signature back. <laughs> if anyone wants Sophie Hagen's autograph, yeah, you know you have to wait till this is full. And then, how are you doing? Yeah, well, I was really well, but now oh, I'm sorry. kind of regretting this. I was only, <laughs> I was only joking. Uh, what was it like on... Before we get let the people at home give an idea of who you might be. Uh, <laughs> I had a choice of anyone performing at the Sligo Festival I could have as a guest. Yeah, and I chose... It was, this morning, <laughs> I? <laughs> I actually chose you over a band, but I didn't know they had gone home. Yeah. I, I would prefer to talk to you to the band. that's why they went home. I thought abandonment would just... They'd sing everything and just show off, wouldn't they? And I thought, I, I, I've met you before and I like you, so it's going to be like... Well, what was it like working on Alan Davies' Après Ski? Uh, Do you was, ski a lot? <laughs> no, I was I was uh, I was picked because of my uh, ethnicity. Oh right, okay. Uh, the Danish thing. No, okay. Uh, and I said uh, three things. Yeah. And one of them made the show. Okay. <laughs> so I'm very proud. And what was it? I I don't particularly like skiing. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even say that. I said it was it was something about the that the Dan the team the Danes had sent to some Olympic thing the curling thing. Right. Yeah. And the team that. Then my get sent was uh, came second in the Danish championships. <laughs> they didn't even send their best players. <laughs> yeah, Alan left. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you are. As we've come to Ireland uh, to an Englishman and a Danish woman to talk with each other. Yeah. It seems a good thing to do. Uh, so what, what you you were, did com stand up comedy in Denmark first before you came to you've been working in the UK 
a couple of years now. Yeah, that's uh, two years of stand-up in Denmark, and then okay. I've done three years in England. Is it a big thing in Denmark, stand-up? Not at all. No. No, not at all. No. Um, <laughs> it's no. It's re we're like a hundred comedians. We have one club, and five open mics. Okay. Yeah. So, so that's why you came to the UK. Yeah. To get to get that. I I did a show called Talking Cock, which was a male version of Vagina Monologues, which got put on all over. Got bought by loads of places in Europe and put on. It was put on in Denmark. Was I went, it? I went to see it in Denmark, and I think a, a guy called Gordon Kennedy did it in Denmark. Do you know? Yeah. That? Really? Uh, yeah, he so he was he was a, he was Scottish, I think, or Scottish descent, really? Gordon Kennedy, uh, and so he did it in Danish though. Really? Yeah. What was it? You don't know the Danish title. It was called. Uh, what was what's uh, Danish? It's <laughs> 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 uh, called. I don't know. I don't know. What, what's Danish? What's Danish for cock? Pe uh, penis. Penis. Uh, pick. Pick. Yeah, it was called. It might have been called Pick Preak or something like that. There was a few that was called that. That was. I think that was the Norwegian title. They're all the same, right? Pick. Pick Preak, <laughs> which means talk to the. Cock talks, but I don't think I can't remember. Pick snack. Yeah, maybe. Pig snack. Pig snack. <laughs> <laughs> well, my penis has essentially become pig snack. So uh, for all the use it is now, I've, I've created a baby. I've created a human baby. Do you want to see a picture of my baby? I'm just going to show you. I'm so happy. The last one that was baby. Look at that. <laughs> I can show you a picture of my baby's vagina if you want. So like, oh, I have one on my phone. I don't. But that's not my screen save. It's not just a vagina. It's just a vagina. It's only little. It's a, it's a lot. I've got a picture of a baby's vagina on my phone, and if that is, if that is a crime. <laughs> I think it's worse if we start it, showing it to you. It is. If I start going with it, that's why. Because a lot of people say, what surprised me actually, a lot of people say, oh, when you see a baby, that's their little fingers and their little fingernails, their eyelashes. What I was most impressed with with my baby was how tiny her anus was. <laughs> I just couldn't get over. No one ever mentions that. See, no one ever goes, what? The thing to look out for when they're born, they're just, it's like so tiny. It's unbelievable that anything could come out of it. I wonder why they don't talk about it. <laughs> it's very strange. It's so weird. Isn't it is it? weird. But she's very nice. She's a very nice girl. It creates such a lovely atmosphere she when is. you talk about it. So I don't understand. I've had to, I'm, I'm a very intimate. I've had to wipe shit out of her vagina. So, you know, that oh. is. I mean, I haven't had to. I put some in there and I thought I'd better, I better get that out. <laughs> <laughs> My mother will be upset if she comes and Most fights. people would leave it in there. <laughs> they would. Uh, so she's, very, she's a lovely girl. Uh, it's, uh, you know, but I, it's a very, very intimate thing to be a father. It's a wonderful, beautiful thing. I've learned a lot. I've changed a lot. I would never, in the old days, I would, I would never have made jokes like that. <laughs> but now, I just want to put it, because I did discuss, I'm sorry, I won't talk all the way through this, but I might. No, that's if you need someone to talk okay. to, yeah, I'll just uh, arrange a podcast. We, did, we sort of discussed in the previous series about whether, because I do like jokes about paedophiles and paedophilia and stuff like that, and then a lot of people say, well, when you have kids, you won't do those jokes anymore, because it would be too upsetting for you. And I said, I'm pretty sure, you know, it wasn't like when I was doing those jokes that, I didn't know any children or think that paedophilia was right. <laughs> I, I, I thought it was wrong. And that was what, that's what the jokes were about. So I thought I said having a child is not going to change me in that way. Uh, and I, so, so far I've done a joke about a baby's anus, so that is good. <laughs> that proves yeah. something. It does make you, though... Have you got any children? So no, no. Uh, it does make you... Um, it, and people say it'll make you softer and less dark-skinned, but it actually it, it's such a terrifying thing, having a baby, that it makes me... Like as I'm wheeling along, I'm thinking, what if a, a stalactite of uh, frozen urine from an aeroplane falls on her head and spears her in the head? <laughs> so I'm quite scared of that happening. That's quite dark, isn't it? When you're having thoughts like that about your own child, 
Yeah. And then that's quite... It's upsetting. It's okay when you're having it about other people. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> Before, I wouldn't have cared, but now I've got a child. It's, like, <laughs> it's a shame. Anyway, uh, so uh, what, what were we talking about? Oh, Denmark. Yeah, talking cock in Denmark and tiny anuses. Exactly. Uh, yes, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll move on. So uh, and you won the Chortle New Act of the Year Award yeah. 2014. Yes. What have you done since then? <laughs> that was last uh, year. Relished in it. Uh, looked at the award. Yeah. Took, took some selfies with the award. That's good. That's basically it. No, I won Christmas. one last year as well. I won the, uh, this yeah. one. This one, 2014. I'd won every single Chortle or Internet Award until 2015. Yeah, you got beaten by Q, the QI podcast. Yeah, it's not as good as this. Oh, is that's it? such a good. <laughs> when do they? When do they you talk about? Listen to it. It's it's called No Such Thing as a Fish. No, don't it's listen really to it. Good. <laughs> it's so good. Well, but when, when they talk about babies being speared with stalactites of frozen urine, then then they deserve an award. That's that's the this is the award winning stuff uh, you get. Uh, in this podcast, I I often have children write my questions for me. Talking of children. So I'm going to ask you a question written by a, ch- a child now. Uh, if I got turned into a turkey, what would you do and why? <laughs> I was written by a child, that question. <laughs> it wasn't uh, written by a child. <laughs> it was uh, improvised was it? by a scared child. Yeah. This, is so- this is Sophie's own question that she asked. And we're in Sligo, the home. What's your, the p- thing you're most proud of here in in? Sligo. It's Westlife, isn't it? That is what you are. They Westlife, most of Westlife come from Sligo. Not all of them, uh, but to most of them. And uh, you were a ba- massive fan of yeah. Westlife. which I is was. You're doing a show about this. Yes. And you got to meet them. There's a nice, charming video of you online. It's very adorable. It I is. I was surprised by a camera crew in my mom's living room. Yeah. And I, I, I uh, that would surprise anyone. <laughs> I, <was> <laughs> I went... <gasps> <laughs> I covered my face and my hands. I was like, oh my god, oh my god. It was beautiful. Yeah. And then they flew me to London to meet them the next day. And you asked them, if I, if we were turned into turkeys, <laughs> what would you do and why? Yes. So if I was turned into a turkey, what would you do and why? What would you do? <laughs> I mean, it'd be, it's hard to work out, isn't it? Because it'd be so unexpected. <laughs> That you would I, go. I, just, I just wanted to be remembered. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to ask them something, so they'd always, so they'd go, they'd go backstage and be like, "Oh, that was so cool." Yeah. <laughs> I might, I might make never it one forget of my, that. I might make it one of my regular emergency questions <laughs> <laughs> to see, to see what people. But they misunderstood it because they answered as if I'd been turned into like a dead turkey, right? Like a like a when you Frozen can eat, turkey, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, so I, I think I'd not to be thought... stupid. <laughs> it's not that. Obviously, it's not that. Westlife, you idiots. <laughs> they were really nice about it because they didn't, they didn't, uh, they didn't show on their faces how retarded they thought I was. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like. Yeah, you know, I think I'd uh, bring it home to my mom and cook a nice dinner. (laughs) You couldn't even hear that they were thinking, get her out of here, I'm scared now. So what they were saying is they would be willingly cook and eat their own fans if they they knew they could get away with it. They were evil. What was it about Westlife that you uh, particularly appealed? I mean, you were a child, so that's part of the appeal, but... I think it's technically a teenager, but let's, right. let's, let's, let's stick with child. Okay. I was eight years old. <laughs> uh, I don't know what it was. They were, I don't think they were just... <clears throat> I mean, I guess they're technically the best band in the world. Yeah. So, <laughs> shut up. Uh, <laughs> it's on Wikipedia, because I've changed it. And um, <laughs> I don't know. They were just, they were just the, uh, the right timing. 
And then this yeah. showed up, and I was just like, this is my life now. Was there not a Danish band, a boy band? There was. There was. There was but they, they made one single, and then they kind of just... Did they? Not like Westlife. How many singles did Westlife have? Uh, with or Call without yourself Brian. a fan. <laughs> with or without Brian. Was it Brian, the one who's with... Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, he, he looks like, in, even in that video of the, with you with him, he just looks like he's totally taken the piss out of the whole thing of being, at least if you're going to be in Westlife. He's not from Sligo either, is he, no. Brian? No, he's a prick. <laughs> we had hate him. Mike could have been you, couldn't he, in Westlife? Why'd they have, why'd they have Brian? Could have been you, a proper Sligo bloke could have been in there. He'd have been all better than Brian. He's from and he, and then He's from where? Lowestoft. Low, lowest, from Lowestoft, is he? <laughs> It's even worse. That's even worse. You're than Brian. from Lowestoft, or Brian is. I grew up next door to Kyle Page's church. Oh, did you? Oh, did that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lowestoft is. Uh, Lowestoft's where I went uh, to do Christ on the Bike. It was one of the places. Well, I did it in. I think, well, maybe it was Lowestoft, but it was somewhere around there. Uh, and uh, the, ch the local nutty ch Protestant church uh, kind of picketed it. But they were run by Kyle Paisley, who is the. Uh, there's the other. What's his name? He's dead now. Ian Paisley. How could I forget? Ian Paisley's a son. You remember, know Ian Paisley? You love him down here, don't you? In, uh, in uh, Southern Ireland. He's, one of, he's a kind of hero down here. They love him, don't they? Uh, anyone who's from Ireland, they all love each other. That is, is, that's, so you're from Ireland? Yeah, me too. North Beatles, South Beatles. It doesn't matter. We, love, we all love each other. Why would, you, why would you create an artificial division just in a little bit of the top? That would be insane. Uh, so, uh, so his son picketed my show and said something like, I can't, I've used the quote on the poster. It was a brilliant quote. Uh, but I've completely forgotten what it was. About something like, how he's delighting in his own puerility or something. It was something like that. So anyway, yeah, so he's from Lowestoft. That guy. Not, Brian. not Brian. No. We can't, we've gone off the point a bit. Uh, so... Uh, but he, in that video, he's like singing and going, ah, and like he's taking the piss out of being in Westlife. I would, if I'd been a Westlife yeah. fan, I would have hated him. I think. And I, been delighted I, when he left. I mean, I, I cried on the bathroom floor for about four hours Did when he you? left. But you know, just just take the piss. I, uh, no, no, he was, it was it was a very sad day when he yeah. left March uh, two thousand four, <laughs> <laughs> never forget. And. Uh, no, it was really sad when you left. But yeah, he was. Uh, I got into an argument with him off camp because they wanted to take like a press photo of me. It was me and my friend. We met them, yeah. and uh, there wasn't room on the couch, so they wanted me to sit on his lap. Right. And I was just going, "No, I'm not sitting on your lap. I'm going to break your leg." And he's like, "No, come on, it's fine." I was like, "No, don't you lie to me." <laughs> <laughs> so he. So I was like, "I can just like hover <laughs> over your lap and not actually sit down." So I was like, <laughs> 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 "Take the picture. Take the picture." <laughs> And then he forced me down, and I was like, this is the most unreal thing in yeah. the world. But in a good way, in a good way. He forced, he forced me to sit, down in a good way. He forced the child to sit on his lap in a good way. <laughs> it's all right, Operation Utri are like 30 years behind him. It's 20, it's 20 years before they catch up with him. It's you fine. owe me. It's fine. Um, okay, well, I'm glad. So you're going to take the show on elsewhere, or are you just doing the Westlife show in Sligo? I don't know. I did. Yeah. It, I did it in Leicester. Oh, you've done it. Was, it was quite. I mean, it's just it's taken a life of its own. It's, so it's yeah. not like one hundred percent about that. But it's no. like that's that's. I'm am scared what your next question is going to be. I know. I <laughs> you that. have that look on your face. I have no idea what I'm saying <laughs> next at all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hope you weren't counting on me to lead up to anything. I absolutely was. I've got. Lo there's loads of funny stuff that you on online. I've, I particularly like. Um, your, this is kind of a bit niche, but you did a rap battle in Edinburgh maybe two years ago with Jeff Leach. Uh, yeah. Last year was with Jeff. Two yeah. years ago was with uh, Dana Alexander. Okay. 
It was the Jeff Leach one is like amazing because Jeff Leach is this. He's kind of quite a. I don't know how to describe. It. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't. You know. I, I don't know quite how to describe. He's quite. He's sort of a. He's quite a handsome man. He thinks. <laughs> oh, he's ha he is yeah. handsome. He's a handsome sort. He's of, sort of like Russell Brandy yeah. type. Yeah. Without maybe Russell so much Kane, of Russell the, Brand, the comedy part. Of that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he's a very. I like. I like him. I know him, and I like him. Yeah. But, but he's quite up himself. <laughs> uh, and you do a rap battle against him, which is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. It, it was, yeah, yeah. But maybe <laughs> upset. But that. do Google it. Do uh, we would just be Jeff Leach, Sophie Hagen. I have, rap I have people, people who because you can you don't have to know him to see it. That's a good thing about yeah. it because yeah. I have strangers coming up to me going, never heard of him, but. See, so what he does, he keeps on going, oh, the comedians in the back room are laughing at this, they'll love this, and you're going to go, no, they're not. <laughs> but I, I had to control the comics because they were, like, pitching in, and I was, I had to, the Stuart Gosford in the third row, Stuart is, like, a really good guy, and uh, he was just going, so when Jeff was interrupting me, Stuart would go, it's not your turn to talk! <laughs> and I had to go, Stuart, it's okay, I got this, I got this. It was like a kindergarten, both places, like on stage and off stage, it was ridiculous. It is but there's also you write for the Huffington Post and uh, you got a tattoo. But, uh, but yeah. You got a tattoo, uh, but then you, uh, well, you do. You wrote an article about why you should never sleep with comedians. Right. And then you got off with the comedian. <laughs> yeah. That was before the article. Yeah. <laughs> Hence the article. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got a tattoo. But then what did you do? This is no, a funny story. I, so I. I mean, it wasn't even, yeah, we sat together once, but it was very emotional. And um, <coughs> uh, he'll, he'll deny that, but you know. And uh, so I thought it would be, so I got us a two, and then you have to sign a contract. Uh, so, what, I don't know why, I signed it. That's what I do, don't read things. And um, <laughs> so I had the contract, and I thought, it's Friday, why not have fun? So I made my friend draw his full name on my arm, like big letters. And uh, then we put some, um, like some uh, red lip gloss on it, so it looked like red. And then some cellophane yeah, yeah. around it, uh, like what you do when you get a tattoo. And then I, <laughs> so I waited till like midnight. I started drunk texting him, uh, like blah, 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 blah. And then I uh, wrote, oh no, oh no. And then I sent him a picture of the tattoo. And then I sent him a picture of the contract. <laughs> and then I wrote, uh, people say I'm stupid, but I just miss you. <laughs> and then I called him 10 times from my Danish phone and 10 times from my English phone so he had like missed calls and then I uh, put my phone on silent for about 18 hours <laughs> and he called me no he texted me and then he was like what the fuck what the fuck and I wrote um, listen you're the last person I want to speak to right now and uh, then he called me and uh, no, so, so I washed it up and sent him a picture. Said, "Oh, it comes off when I wash it." <laughs> <laughs> and he called me and said, "Sophie, my girlfriend is crying." <laughs> uh, we don't speak anymore. <laughs> yeah, you're kind of, kind of nuts. Funny. Uh, so uh, <laughs> it's that's funny. It is. I, I asked, I all, think that's I asked all my friends, and no one—they were all like, "Don't you shouldn't probably shouldn't do this." Yeah. I was like, okay. He'll get it. He didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what makes it funny, though. <laughs> no, it wouldn't have been funny if he'd enjoyed it. Uh, and you do a podcast as well. Yes. Which is a very interesting podcast where you talk to comedians yeah. and you ask them five questions. Six questions. Six questions. So there's six comedians per 
season, and then they're all, oh, it's so hard to explain, that's why it's not successful. <laughs> <laughs> so I ask all the comedians, you, you were on, uh, I six, did do, yeah. six questions, and then each episode features six comedians and one question. So it's, first episode is uh, about first gigs or first comedy experiences, and then uh, six comedians tell their stories in a row. And then I ramble a lot off the top, telling a lot of secrets, because I don't think people are listening. <laughs> and uh, yeah. And then What's it called, the podcast? It's called uh, Comedians Telling Stuff. Okay. <coughs> Has that yours, ever yours won the really Chortle popular. Award? <laughs> I'm, I'm just checking. It might be. That, it, it might be. If, yeah. if, if, uh, no, it's, it's a fun thing. I'm, you, you made me tell a story <laughs> about uh, having sex with a heckler that I've never told anyone before. And then, I, I, Such a good, then afterwards, yeah. I kind of thought, ah. Oh. It's I, wish I, I probably shouldn't have told that story. <laughs> Those are the best ones. You can see, pe you can see people just regret, and you go, "Thank you, it was nice having you on the podcast." But because I've had, I had sex with a girl. This was a long time ago. Who'd been, but she'd been really annoying, and she thought she was it in the audience, and she'd been really annoying mm. and wrecked the and wrecked the gig a bit. And then I put her down, and then she came and all flirty with me afterwards. And I was going, "No, I'm not going to sleep with you. You wrecked the gig." And then she just carried on. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> But then I felt, I felt like I betrayed all comedy yeah. by doing that. When I woke up in the morning, I did. Because that, <laughs> that was the worst thing, that, you know, that's the worst thing a comedian or but anyone in entertainment has ever done. <laughs> but I mean, that's, that's because you assume that that's like giving her what she wants when so, she might think of it as like a punishment. <laughs> I mean, you don't know. You I don't, don't know I don't, her. You don't I know don't her. Don't judge her. <laughs> <laughs> she might have had a horrible time. <laughs> you could have, you could, yeah. She might have. We, don't, we weren't she there. She had an amazing time. So I'm going <laughs> to... Let's go to an emergency question. Before I wake up, oh, what have, what have I done? Why? Uh, it's, um, I've, got, I've got a new emergency question, an Irish emergency question, especially for Ireland. Which mythical Irish creature would you rather be, a leprechaun or a Jesus? <laughs> Lepre oh, a leprechaun. Oh, you know what a leprechaun is? Yeah, I thought of unicorn. Oh, this makes it much harder. <laughs> the, the little... The... Little. Or a, or a unicorn. You could be a unicorn, an Irish unicorn. A green unicorn. <laughs> it's a green unicorn. It's got shamrocks on it. Instead and a green, a, it's got green hair. <laughs> There's a shamrock instead of the horn. And it pisses Guinness. And, well, that settles uh, it, doesn't it? <laughs> leprechaun, is that the... You don't know that. The leprechaun is a little is man. He's a little... Looks little a bit like that guy, but then imagine it's really shrunk down little. He's wearing a... He's, he's wearing a green hat, just like that guy. And a uh, big green hat. And green clothes. And he goes, Oh, begorrr, top of the morning, dee. So that's exactly how he sounds. He isn't Irish. Racist. <laughs> he isn't Irish. So that's that's I agree with Twitter. You're so, so I do racist. my Denmark accent now? Oh, please do. Yeah. Oh, I am from Denmark. That's what I tell them. I like, I like eating bacon. No, that's, that sweet. Is, that's uh, Swedish. That's Swedish. Yeah, so, yeah. Sweden, they like they have this like, uh, order, order, order. That's Swedish. And uh, where Danish, it's much more like, um, yes, I'm from Denmark. Don't do an impression of. Don't I do an impression. Don't put on a voice to do an impression of a, that's, someone that's from Denmark. I can do that. I'm, I'm one of them. But you are from. Just do your own voice. <laughs> <laughs> you are one of them Denmarks, dark Denmarkians. Uh, so what would you, what leprechaun or uh, leprechaun or uh, Jesus? Is it a Christmas thing? No, of course. Oh, yeah. No, it's, uh, if anything, it's an, uh, against religion. <laughs> it's an aberration against religion. <laughs> G uh, Jesus is a Christmas thing. That might be what you're thinking of. That's, that's one of the I central... Get the he's one of the main uh, figures in Christianity. Would that be a male Jesus or a female Jesus? Um, 
I think Jesus could be whatever he wanted to be. That was the point. So he could choose. I think he could. He's magic. He could uh, bring people back to death. You're telling me Jesus could raise the dead, turn water into wine. He couldn't turn his penis into a fanny if he wanted. He didn't raise the dead. He didn't raise the dead. He fucking did raise the dead. And he's also rescued everyone's... Did he? Everyone, all the dead he's raised, essentially, hasn't he? Because, you know, he's, through his death, we all live on. Even <laughs> people who died before him. So all the dead people who are waiting for him to come back. I mean, he's taking his good, sweet time. <laughs> They're all in their graves. Going, when do we get to rise again and come back up? When, in good time, when Jesus comes. So he, Jesus could easily turn... If he had a penis, that is a, that's the first question we have to ask Don't about. ruin the fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He may not have had a penis. He may be he too. had a penis. Some people believe... There was a branch of Christians who believed that Jesus never went to the toilet. It, and there's nothing in the Bible about it, is there? So, <laughs> so they might be right. Because it would be too unholy for him to pass waste. So, you know, there's a lot of people who believe... I'm sure there are people who believe that Jesus would certainly never have used his genitals. But then, uh, conversely, there are a lot of uh, Jesus foreskins knocking around. <laughs> like, a lot, more, a lot more than one Jewish man could produce. Even in a life... Even if he had, like, a ham-hand version of the a penis where it just kept growing back. A ham penis? Yeah. <laughs> if it kept growing back, it would still... I don't think if one man could grow the number of foreskins that belong to Jesus that are uh, uh, holy relics. You talk, you're all looking at me like I'm just making this stuff up, but this is... This is all. I'm a very. I'm a biblical scholar. I'm a biblical scholar, and that is true. In fact, they, it got onto. I did uh, set list. You know the program yeah, yeah, set list. Yeah. They did. They did it on Sky, and I did, ended up discussing something about kind of Holy Communion and something. And I ended up discussing the fact that there were loads of uh, holy relics of Jesus's foreskin. And then uh, Paul Venter had to go to the compliance people at Sky. Said this isn't going out and prove to them that this was a genuine thing that was a real thing that I wasn't just making up. <laughs> and so, because it was true, they had, they were, I was allowed to put it out about me talking about Jesus' foreskin. But uh, I, I think he will, uh, you know, you might be a man, but I think you could be a woman if you wanted to be. But, you know, yeah. you'd, secretly you'd prefer to be a man, right? That would be better than... Yeah. What, I mean, being woman, what you woman. are now, a woman, that would be better, right? I think I'd, I'd, get, I'd get much further if I was a man yeah. with this personality. <laughs> uh, I'd get laid after gigs more. Yeah. That would be good. So, yeah, Jesus. Com- comedian be Jesus. Jesus. And if you were Jesus, you'd get laid a lot more. <laughs> Am I right? Am I right, guys? <laughs> you'd do it. You'd I do bet. it. You'd do it. You'd all do it. Hands up if you, would have, if you wouldn't have sex with Jesus. Hands up if you would. But Jesus with my personality. Me. And no one's put their hands oh, up. So every all, every single person in this room would have something with Jesus. There's one over there. And so why? What's wrong with Jesus? <laughs> what? I don't believe in You don't believe? Well, then why? But if then if he came in and said, I'm Jesus, by the way, would you like to have sex? <laughs> you can't go, I don't believe in you, so I'm not going to have sex. If you don't believe in him, then there's no harm in having sex with him, is there? It's just, a, just like a dream wank. You know? I mean, <laughs> if he isn't real, then what's the point? The pro- <laughs> it's like having sex with a ghost. They can't get you for that. <laughs> I can't do it. Can't. No one has ever been convicted of sex with the guy. And also, Jesus asked you, so it's all right. <laughs> consensual Jesus sex. He definitely it's the best kind of Jesus um, sex. So, which is good to be a Jesus rather than a leprechaun? Yeah. Yeah, good. Yeah. Good to have the, There's no way this is going out. Uh, so, um. <laughs> This will be the great lost podcast. Yeah. They'll talk about this in years to come, some people. I do a bit on Dirty Britcom Confessions. 
Have you heard of this website? I was disappointed. I genuinely thought there'd be a lot about you on Dirty Prick. I thought there'd be a lot of right, filthy stuff. (laughs) I genuinely did. Didn't you? Have you seen Dirty Prick Convention? Yeah, yeah. You didn't go to Danish. Oh no, is there no? But you, you, you're allowed in there. On the there's uh, there's an outsiders. uh, There's like a page of people who aren't British. Yeah. Oh okay. And this one person has made a comment about you on there. No, these are isn't. usually really good. This is so boring. No, there isn't. Is there one? There is. Are you kidding? It Did says, I it? want to snog Sophie Hagen. <laughs> I mean, that is so... Why bother going on Dirty Brick Com Confessions <laughs> then? Yeah. What a waste of my time. That's so obtainable. <laughs> it is. <laughs> <laughs> Send me if an email. If only <laughs> I to ask her personally rather than post it here. I mean, like, you know... <laughs> I'm going to send you a <laughs> meme. Let's meet up. So, yes, I'm okay. very disappointed about that. Uh, but there we go. I'm, I'm um, just excited that I was on there. Yeah. So I check it regularly. Do you? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll go and have a look. There's, uh, there's a few new ones on there. There's one about Trevor Locke being uh, sucked off by someone. It's, you know, that's more interesting. Yeah. Should have had him come to Stagos. Yeah, we've just had him on. We've <laughs> had him on last the last one. So uh, I'm going to ask you an emergency question. Um, oh, I've got... Because I've got a good one of these. Do you ever come up with ideas for terrorists? I'll tell you my new... I've got a new one that I've come up with. Because whenever I'm travelling, as I did, came here, and on the, on, I came on Ryanair, which was a, a very unpleasant experience, <laughs> as you will know if you live here. Uh, and uh, I, I managed to sneak a tiny amount of toothpaste in without putting it in one of those... I had, like, a really tiny toothpaste. Mm. I thought, I can't be bothered to put that in a plastic bag. I'm just going to put it in my bag, and if they... If they find me, I'll just hold my hands up. Uh, but they didn't find it. They didn't find it. But uh, I thought, you know, you're not allowed to take liquids on planes. I thought, what if you got the stuff that is the whatever the explosive is and make it into barocas? Like bar- <laughs> barocca tablets. They're like vitamin C tablets. You put them in water and then you could get that. They wouldn't. You would go, look, I've got, you could have got 100 barocas in here. Go, just uh, come away for a while. You know, I like vitamin C. No, all right, through you go. Then you get to the plane where there's water, just put it in water, fizzes up. It's one for the terrorists. I'd like to chuck it out there. If the terrorists are listening to the podcast, they get the idea, but, you know, FMI5 are listening. They can go, oh, we better watch out for people with barocas. They'll never let We'd have to make everyone lick one each barocca that they bring through. Because apparently with baby milk, that's what they make you drink the baby milk, because you need to take baby milk on a plane. So to prove that it's not... And this, I thought we could do one for this, right? But if you've got, a, you've got, like, a bottle of baby milk, just have baby milk right at the top and then a secret bottle inside with all the explosives in. You go, drink the baby milk. Okay, it's fine, see? And then... That'd be a brilliant terrorist. That's so rubbish, the terrorists. How many, how many planes have they blown up? Hardly any. Try to blow up one of the German pilots are better at destroying planes than terrorists. So. <laughs> that is a sad, that is a sad indictment of Al Qaeda and ISIS. I say that I'm not joking. That is just a fact. I'm not making any jokes about it. Um, have you got any terrorist ideas? Because no, I, I, I've always, whenever I've thought of it, which is unfortunately a lot, is I, because I once, I was late for a plane, so I forgot to take all the stuff out in the tray that yeah. you're meant to take out. Nothing happened. Right. Like nothing, I had my laptop, I had liquids all over the place, yeah. and nothing happened. So I was like, hmm, I think it's charm. Yeah. I think if they see you, they're like, oh, she's not, she's not a terrorist. <laughs> Look at those che- cheeks. Yeah. She's so adorable, she could never 
right? Yeah. So, so, so I think, because I think the terrorists, the main mistake is like they don't work enough on their personality. Right. So they like exuberate, like, I'm going to blow up a yeah. plane. Like, they kind of hate humanity, that's the problem. So it's very hard, <laughs> it's very hard really for them charming. to be artificially charming yeah. when they, they come and go, but I hate you. I don't want to have to be nice to these humanities. Yeah, but that's when you get caught. Yeah. Right? So learn, take an acting course or something. Yeah. Work on your, see a, see a psychiatrist. <laughs> So you'll be charming, just just have a big bomb in your bag. Smile. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing there. Not it's that. just a little thingy thingy I'm doing with the bomb. thingy. And then they'll just, oh, really cute. <laughs> walk on through. Are you ever mistaken for a celebrity in the street? Do people ever think you're someone that you aren't? Uh, I did a, a Danish TV thing, and the local, uh, the, not the local, well, the, the national, the paper, uh, wrote under it that, oh, uh, She's amazing. We've seen her on this, this, and this. They haven't. It was another person. Oh, no. They, they took a po- photo of me and put, like, another woman's name on it. <laughs> and you, and the, f- the TV thing, my name was written behind me. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> so oh, Kira Fisher is amazing. <laughs> That's good. You genuinely have. But she protested, like, too much. So I was like, oh, this is a bit fun. It's not me. But she was like, what the... F-? I was like, oh, calm down. <laughs> calm down. It's fine, isn't it? <laughs> It's not that bad. <laughs> if you could choose between, I'm going to ask you some class. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm going to do it because this audience just. I mean, I know it's the middle of the afternoon. I wonder how York City are getting on. I'm a bit. They're in a relegation battle. No one's texted me, so I'm guessing nothing's happened. Um, <laughs> I'm taking this deadly seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this is definitely. Taking this as seriously as a proper my one. <laughs> <laughs> To me, it's exactly the same as a proper one, to the extent that I would call it a proper... I wouldn't even differentiate it from a proper one. That is how, that is how proper a one these, this is. That is how seriously I'm taking it. You don't deserve any success. <laughs> and I do not get I any. think that's what we're all thinking. Am I right, guys? No, you're on his side. Thank you. Where do you get your crazy ideas from? <laughs> that's, that's the one with no answer, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> what do you prefer, doing comedy or something else? Comedy. Okay. 
comedy whilst doing something. Okay, these, I'll ask you if you could choose between having a tit that dispensed talcum powder <laughs> or a finger that could travel through time. <laughs> which of those things would you choose to have? Better than your fucking turkey question, so don't, 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 give, don't give me that. So your breast, as much talcum powder as you could ever want. That's an infinite amount of talcum powder. Do you know what talcum? Do you have yeah, talcum yeah, powder yeah. in oh, Denmark? I, I do. I. Yeah. Uh, what do they call it? What is it called in uh, Denmark? Talcum powder. What's the talcum powder? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> is is Danish just taking English and saying all the words in a funny way? Yeah. Is that how you speak Danish? <laughs> is the, or vice versa? When, yeah. When you show pig snacker talcum powder. Can the finger do? Can you? You can do things. You can put your finger through like a, t a portal in time. Only the finger yeah. can go through. But you can see enough in through the gap to, to affect things. So you could, you know, touch something or prod something, poke someone, uh, press a button of some kind. You could yeah. do things with your finger, put your finger into places. Yeah. Uh, into historical places. Yeah, make, make, uh, make Brian regret that he made me sit on him. Yes, you could do <laughs> <laughs> Told you. Uh, <laughs> do you have an ass penis? Yes. Uh, <laughs> that's amazing. No, the finger, definitely. Yeah. Oh, is it like unlimited amount of time? It so is an unlimited just amount. Just forever. You can just always... Yeah, we, uh, but if you have the pulse, you can put other things in as well. Um, uh, well, uh, yeah. Um, no, you can only use the... T <laughs> Sorry, I thought you meant... It's, it's unlimited talcum powder. Obviously, you can't use this finger oh. an unlimited amount of times because you could go back and change something and then go, oh, I didn't like that, so I'm <laughs> going to go back and change it again. You are stuck with it. If you go, you back, and if you go back and you kill Hitler with your finger, Just and, then, and then everything, everything changes, <laughs> you can't go, oh, I wish I hadn't done that, and then go back and put it, make him alive again. No, 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 of course not. But you can, like, oh, I've tickled Hitler, I've yeah. poked Brian's penis, yeah. I've... And then you could, can you just go and just do a different thing? This things? is most people's top two lists. <laughs> Obviously, Hitler first, then... <laughs> oh, it's not in that order. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, she went there, sister. Whoa. <laughs> 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 uh, finger, finger. Finger, yeah. I think finger's the obvious answer to that one. Not it's a foolish question. Not necessarily. No, no, I took that because yeah. uh, when you're fat, your thighs they rub up against each other, so you, you yeah. use talcum powder, okay. so they don't rub up against each other. Oh, they, they still do, but it's, it's comfortable. Okay. Not comfortable. It's just not uncomfortable. I will try yeah, that. Yeah, the finger. I choose the finger. I'll try that. I've <laughs> I'm never tried. I've had powder. some uh, thigh-based chaffing in my time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, that is a useful thing to know. It is. I'm hoping. I've I've lost quite a lot of weight this year, but it's it's creeping since I've had a baby. I can't. It's very hard to go out running and stuff because the <laughs> the baby, if you leave it alone for an hour, it dies. You can run with uh, it. And so, and then you're just tired, and you eat chocolate because you're tired. Bring the baby on on the run. If you if you were running with a baby, people yeah. would get out of your way. They would. <laughs> I'm not sure that the jogging action would be too good for. I'm not. Yeah, but I mean, know, I could get her in the papoose. Get a really good run. But I could also run with the thing. But it's just it's very difficult to get any. I can't believe I'm here. I don't understand where I am or how I'm here. <laughs> I've got a baby at home. I hope my wife's looking after her. <laughs> Didn't really check with her. <laughs> to get up at like seven o'clock this morning. It's ridiculous. <laughs> For like, look how many people are here. <laughs> it would have been easier to fly them all over to me. <laughs> I would have paid for that, to be honest. If you got the choice, there'd yeah. be 25 people here. Oh, yeah. 
Get a, get, we'll get a bus to get a bus. They'll <laughs> come across on a ferry. I'll meet them at the ferry, where they're by the ferry. We'll do the gig on the ferry, and then they can come back home and I'll drive home again. And then you could have gotten abandonment. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, done. I wanted you. I think you're Irish. Thank you. I think you're out of all the people at uh, Spice Lego. <laughs> That's you, me, and abandonment, and some Irish people. I don't know. <laughs> you were the person I most wanted to talk to. I believe that. Uh, but we, did have, we have had the conversation before. Yeah. So people on Twitter... When you say, pe pe when you say people... Pe there was a person on thank Twitter you. <laughs> who, uh, who told you to get me on. Yeah. And then I emailed you and said I didn't make him do it. <laughs> and then you were like, no, no, I mean, maybe one day, but like in years, in years. Yeah. And then two time. months later, you were like, do you want to do this? I was like, oh, yeah, no one, no one else was there, were they? Oh, no, I wanted you. Right. <laughs> Look, this is very much a proper Let's Square Thick podcast, but... You would never be on one of the Leicester Square Theatre. <laughs> would never. It would just never. It would never have happened. Uh, so, not yet. In years. But maybe in, in years. 10, 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> you really keep working. You're very funny. She's a very, very funny comedian. Are you going to come and see her show at 6 o'clock tonight? <laughs> Look at that. You're already, if anyone else comes, you've already beaten my audience. <laughs> These might just be people who are coming to everything. <laughs> and that's maybe, it. maybe they're here for me. <laughs> they could be. They might be. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sarcastically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, I'll ask you if you had to choose between being a cow or a badger, which would you be at those two? A, ba a badger is like the, the big uh, guinea pig. Do you thing. have badgers in? It's like a big guinea pig. How dare you? It's the English national creature. Unofficially. What is, uh, do you have badgers in Ireland? Yes. Yeah, they say they have, they have. Do you have leprechauns in Ireland? <laughs> yeah, yeah they, yeah, they do. That lady says they do. <laughs> I'm not sure what a badger is. It's like, um, I'll just Google it for you and see if you can. I know, this, 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 the internet so isn't real. Let's, uh, I'll show you what a badger Do you have. You, well, I think, it I like think a it's a in Danish. Like in Danish, it's called a badger. <laughs> it's a badger. <laughs> Yeah, you know, badger, badger. It's like um, it's like a sort of cross between a dog and uh, and a skunk and uh, uh, and a pig. Not like, not like a pig. <laughs> a pig. Um, Sounds like an. What was the other animal? A cow. Do you have Do you, oh, know, do you have cows in Denmark? Many. Yeah. Q. Cool. 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 You're not saying it. Cool. 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 You're not saying it. I am saying it's exactly the same as Cock. Cool. 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 I'm going to go to Copenhagen right now, if that's in Denmark, and I am going to say call to people and see what they say to me. They'd say, you're saying it wrong. You're saying cow wrong. Cool. Cool. He's not saying it, is he? Cool. No, he's not. Everyone say co, how you think you're meant cool. to say it. Say cool. They, they can say it, you're not saying it right. Anyway, show me the back. It's not letting me, not okay. let me do... Uh, um, I wanna, let's see if I can... This, I think this will be good, uh, good podcast at home. So <laughs> just everyone be quiet while I uh, use a poor 3G connection. <laughs> <laughs> to Google a picture of a badger. Do you, do you uh, edit uh, this at all? No. W uh, uh, yeah. No. Okay. Would you edit if it no. went out? No. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm not going to. I think this is the best bit in it. 
I, that, I did. I, I've been doing a podcast of uh, Lord of the Dance Sexy, which is my tour show at the moment. Do come and uh, see it if, you, uh, if you're listening at home. There's uh, still some gigs to go. Uh, and uh, I, and I, re- I started tape the show on. Uh, I've been taping all the shows in case anything you know unusual happens. I can put in the podcast. But I sort of started it much too early one time. So I had the five minutes before I went on stage, and I'd sort of half forgot I was uh, taping it. And so I was, it's me backstage, sort of whistling along to the and slightly singing along to the music that's playing, and going being like kind of an Alan Partridge and talking to my tour manager. And so I thought that's quite funny. I'll just put that in the podcast. And someone's someone, which is like a forty-five minute podcast of just loads of rubbish. And the, one of the only iTunes comment is in the third episode, he puts in a five-minute bit of supposedly accidental stuff backstage, which is blatantly just filler. And we're gonna go. <laughs> You kind of go, what? I've been filling filler for... It's not like I've got to fill a certain amount of time. <laughs> and, oh, fuck, I'm five minutes short this week. <laughs> I like better. What can I put in? Oh, I'll just have to use that. <laughs> I did it because I thought it'd be funny to annoy people by putting in, like, a lot of me going... <laughs> and then going... <laughs> like uh, having a stroke. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> uh, so uh, that's what I'd see. That's what I enjoy doing within podcasting. It's a me one mm. versus me two snooker. To be annoying... Uh, and to put people, the people at home, to put them through a difficult experience. They, they get, they get really angry. Well, it's part, then they're part really of the joke. Angry. Unable to get results, please check your network connection. Oh. It looks a bit like that, though. It does look a bit like that, that unhappy cloud that has come up. <laughs> That's, if you put, like, if you make that a bit more black and white and put, like, a... It's got, like, a long sort of beak, like... It's got a beak. It's, it's a, got it's feathers. And it's... Uh, Oh, no. Someone got really angry with that. No, that, it does not. <laughs> it's a mammal. It's a big it's burrowing a, it's mammal. A like, mm, soft. Yeah, it's nice. Soft? Have you seen Bodger and Badger, the <laughs> TV show? Do you have Bodger and Badger in Ireland? Yeah. I think. Don't you from Lower Stoff? Don't say yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We're, they were definitely Bodger and Badger. That's Lower Stoff. That's his core uh, demographic area. <laughs> it's Bodgers. Badger is not as popular. <laughs> They've. In Lowestoft, they like Bodger, but they don't really care for Badger. <laughs> Not get Bodger and Badger in Denmark? I think if I did, I'd know what a Badger was. <laughs> <laughs> if it's mashed potato, that is what... And as a kind of goonish male human being friend who can't really act. I think that's fair. <laughs> I think that's a fair assessment. All right, I'll ask you, would you what, what's, uh, what kind of animals do you have in Denmark? What's, a, what's an animal that Denmark is only people in Denmark? A coal. A coal? Um, <laughs> a coal? Coal. Coal. Let's not go there again. Yeah, it was not a success the last time. <laughs> we have so many pigs. Pigs. Would you rather be a pig or a cow? That's terrible. That's not as good a question. <laughs> not as good a question, is it? We've all thought about that. Pig. Okay. It's good the orgasms. Know. Really? They get like 30 minute long orgasms. They, they do have like a lot of spunk comes out of the male pigs. <laughs> yeah, the, the I ma- imagine. That's the. <laughs> that's not the good I'm bit. I'm guessing. Though, is it? <laughs> that's not the good bit. No, the thirty minutes orgasm. That's okay. like thirty minutes more than I'm used to. So. <laughs> you know, pigs actually have a curly penis. Did you know that? Curly. You know, like they've got a curly cork, tail. Cork, they've got a corkscrew penis. No way. Yeah. And well, they and they a lot of prodigious amount of sperm comes out when they ejaculate. Yeah. How, what, how, what is a lot of sperm? Well, I'm 47, so uh, anything more. More than <laughs> anything more than just about that much. <laughs> Have you ever seen a ghost? Because Hamlet did, didn't he? And he was from Denmark. <laughs> so maybe 
maybe you. I think have. I, I think I, 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 like I know that I've been in the room with the ghost, oh, but yeah. I, I didn't really see it. My friend okay. saw it, so she let me know the morning after that there'd been a ghost. Okay. My friend believes in ghosts, and it's really amazing. So, uh, so she. That's, it's amazing that she believe that she yeah. believes in ghosts. Yeah, because it's it's slightly ridiculous. Yeah. But when she's like, oh, there was a child in here, I'm not gonna go. <laughs> Because this is scary. So I'm yeah. like, oh my god. <laughs> I'm staying. I'm. Uh, I'm. Uh, I've just booked to sleep in a haunted house. Yeah. In the uh, in May. You're going in May to sleep in a haunted yeah. house with your friend. With, with no, with northern comedians. With northern comedians. I know. That's why it's amazing. Uh, so it's like a really like violent ghost apparently called Fred. <laughs> yeah. So he like pushes people downstairs and stuff. Wow. Yeah. Why do you, you, you want to have that experience? Like. It's fun, isn't it? Like shitting well, yourself. <laughs> yeah, not if he kills you, though. And then you become a ghost. Then, you've then got I to, marry Fred. Then you've got to join <laughs> him with him. He's been alone for a while. He's probably <laughs> looking for some company. Have you got any brothers and sisters? Yeah. Have they ever seen a ghost? No. Okay. <laughs> have you ever seen a Bigfoot? You I've know, seen a... Do you have Bigfoots in Ireland? <laughs> no. No, don't have them. Oh, I was just about I don't know what it is. You're not allowed to mix countries up, I've learned. Okay. Uh, but I was just about to say, oh no, you guys have Loch Ness, but then you would have shot me. So <laughs> I'm happy I didn't say that. <laughs> the cab, so I made the cab driver stop like when he drove me from the airport, because uh, he said, have you ever seen Father Ted? And I said, no, I haven't watched a lot of British TV. And he stopped the cab and went, no! <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> it'll be, leave me in a pitch. It, it'll be British again one day, don't worry. So... Uh, <laughs> We'll get it back <laughs> by hook or by crook. That would make it so much easier to be me. <laughs> One time a year. We ago. still got a bit of it. Yeah. You don't like it, do you? I don't like it. We still got the bit that touched the good bit with all the industry. You can keep all the fields and stuff down here. England. England. <laughs> Thank God there's so few people here. I reckon, I reckon I, the word will get out. I say give Ireland back to the Irish, that's what I say. But just keep the bit at the top where the people who don't want to be Irish can they can all live up there. Keep away from the other ones. That's what I say. I hope you get shot, but like, <laughs> just but like really I'm, poorly, like someone shoots you in the elbow or something. I'm just trying to help. I'm just trying to, just trying to help. There's a man coming from a door back there. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> uh, do you have Desert Island Discs in... Uh, have what? In Desert Island Discs in Denmark. Desert Island Discs? Yeah. It's a, it's a radio show where you have to choose your seven favourite records or eight favourite records. No. Okay, I do a version of it called Desert Island Dicks. <gasps> we have to choose your eight favourite Richards. <laughs> but I've discovered... Yeah, it went a different way than oh. expected. I've discovered a couple of other people do that, so I'm going to try and think of something. I thought I would do... Uh, this is really going to confuse you. I thought I would do... De just because a couple of other people do the same joke. I was very surprised to find that. Uh, so I'm going to change mine to Desert Island Dirks. Dirks. Yeah, so anyone called... What are your eight favourite Dirks that you would like to take to a Desert Island? Two people have just arrived uh, to, in the audience. Uh, there's five minutes to go. <laughs> And I think they... I don't know if they've heard about what I was saying about giving Ireland back to the Irish and have come, come to give me a hard time or whether they 
It's going to be quite an odd time just to arrive, I think, in this. So uh, you need to name your eight favourite Dirks, that you, if you, the ones that you would take to a desert island, people called Dirk. Uh, Dirk Passer. Oh God, there's probably loads of people yeah. called Dirk. <laughs> <laughs> the next you were the worst person to ask this to. You guys know Dirk. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dirk Passer. I, I have a, this is so embarrassing, I have a tattoo with a quote from Dirk Passer wow, there you on go. my foot. Because uh, he was like the biggest Danish, like first first stand up comedian in Denmark, but before they called it a stand up comedian. Oh, wow. Yeah. He'd, what he'd, does the quote from him say on your? The, is this the tattoo that you then pretended was yeah. the other? Wow, it yeah. all matches, links up like we planned this. Up, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's uh, uh, it's not it's not it's like like most tattoos like deeply serious. It's yeah. Like, like really emotional. So he uh, so he was a really good comedian and he. Um, so he was doing a show where he was not doing that well. It <laughs> doesn't add up to the rest of it. And uh, so some of the younger comedians were looking at him doing the show from backstage. So he notices them, and then he goes over, and he just says, uh, learn, learn, learn. And then he goes back, and he kills it. <laughs> it's like him saying, yeah, I was just messing about, but now I'm actually trying, so now I'm... So I have learn, learn, learn in Danish on my foot. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, the tattooist didn't like it either. He was like right. this big, like tattooed, obviously like bearded, cool guy, and I was yeah. like, I want la la la. It's three Danish words on my foot. La la la. 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 Yeah, you got it. Yeah, good. I'm very good at Danish. I've learned a lot. And your the next seven Dirks, please. Dirk Max, I would have. He was a producer. He produced stuff at Radio Four when I used to work there. Yeah. Uh, and produces stuff like the, uh, does the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy stuff now. Dirk Bogard is the obvious choice. That's when it gets difficult. <laughs> That's you why it's good. Like, you, but you, you found the person with, like, I have no references. Yeah. No, like, I have no references. And it's a everything. very strange thing. You know, A, I'm thinking, you know, what do people in Denmark know about? And then I've got to also filter what do people in Ireland know about? And what do I know? And I don't even know what I know. Because I'm so tired. Part. And I've, you know... <laughs> People are, is that an ironic clap or something? <laughs> is, is there a Dirk Bacharach? Dirk Bacharach, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dirk Bacharach, yeah. No? No. It's Bert Bacharach's brother, yeah, Dirk. <laughs> He's furious about Bert Bacharach's success. He goes, that could have been Bert. me. Bert, it does sound similar though. It does, Dirk. <laughs> we'll, do, we'll do Desert Island Berts <laughs> next. Let me see. You, you wrote a very good article about what you've learned from what you've learned from Danish the Danish comedy circuit, which I'm supposing that was one of the things you wrote. I think with Chortle, that was one of the first things I saw yeah. you, you yeah. wrote. One of the things you said was that um, if a, someone told you if a joke doesn't work the first time you do it, then you should throw it out completely because it, then it will never have worked 100 percent of the time. Yeah, does, does that piss you off? <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd have no material if that was the case. <laughs> None. The, well, like also, like no, stuff out. no joke works uh, 100% of the time. It, uh, the, the what if you have a terrible audience? Like... I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I tell you, that Irish stuff kills in Belfast. They love it up there. And then it, they come down here. Oh, it's only about 10 miles away. What's the, di what's the big difference? What's wrong with these people? <laughs> my, my birthday is 12th of July. Uh, my favourite colour when I was a kid was orange. And uh, I love having stuff chucked at me over a wall while I bang, while I bang on a truck in a bowler hat. I love that. 
It's my favourite thing, but you know, I don't take sides. Uh, no. <laughs> That's, those are all just coincidences. <laughs> this fucking crazy. This, is, this country is crazy. This country no, is insane. I, 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 there are a load of blokes who so believe in William of Orange from the 18th century. <laughs> this is it, isn't it? This is basically it. That they think they have to go on a long walk, banging a drum through the Belfast, <laughs> even though it pisses off that they have to walk through the place where people really hate William of Orange <laughs> from the 18th century and they don't like drums. And so they've had to build a big wall so the men can walk through this... Uh, the unpleasant men can walk through these people and then the people on the other side of the wall throw things over the wall. <laughs> I mean, you know, if it wasn't serious, it would be quite an amusing... <laughs> you know, I'd, I would wake up in this country and go, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> Let's wipe all this out and start again. From the, it doesn't make sense to that's to your foreign eye to a Danish person that looks like the thing an, an insane country would do. Um, but I do. I love. I love all of that. I don't know. I, love, I, love, I can see both sides. I can see. I can see the fact that some bread is Jesus and that bread isn't Jesus. I can see both sides. Both sides make this sense is what to the, me. The Jesus bread was. That's yeah. It's all about that. It basically all goes back to whether a piece of bread is Jesus or not. And these people feel very strongly about that. One both ways. <laughs> and that's... You know, you have to, res you have to respect both sides of that, because, you know, A, he might be, and B, really, couldn't, he might not be as well. So you have to respect... You have to respect both of those. Viewpoints. I mean, you would, wouldn't you? Yeah. You'd, you'd, you'd. It's worth. It's definitely That's worth. That's why you'd show up. If you it's definitely worth getting upset about. That's what I'm. Saying. <laughs> <laughs> All, of these things. All of these things are important. Uh, so, um, yeah, maybe it was quite good doing this three o'clock in the morning in the afternoon when I'm uh, hallucinating from tiredness. Maybe it was a good thing. Uh, maybe I've solved the whole Irish question. Uh, so maybe I. Um, so if I turned into a turkey now, what would you do though? What would you? <laughs> What would you think if I just turned into a turkey? Well, I called Kian from Westlife because yeah. he wants one for his mother. He, he does. Said. 13 years ago, he told How me. are they doing now, the uh, Westlife boys? Are they still working together or have they split up? I'm sorry, I haven't kept no, up. No, no, no. They split up uh, two or three years ago, yeah. pretending to not know. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so Shane's doing a solo thing. He just wrote yeah. a book and uh, his horses are well. I just saw them. His horses? His horses are well. Okay. Uh, I think now they're his brother's horses. I'm not sure. Anyone? No? And uh, Kian is uh, doing TV stuff. Okay. And Mark, I went to Mark's solo concert. Do you think anyone else in the world knows the name of all of the members of Westlife? <laughs> I knew Brian McFadden. Yeah, he's, uh, with, uh, he's with Vogue Williams. He plays golf a lot. He's, okay. he's, it's on his Instagram. Like, I haven't... Also, There's always a couple of guys in all of those, in those boy bands who are quite lucky to have been there, don't you think? I mean, there's always, like, a couple who are quite good at uh, singing other people's songs. <laughs> and then there's a couple of the pack, you kind of go, hey, how did you they know? wrote Bop Bop Baby themselves. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and there's no way you could tell. So it was an amazing song. Okay. And uh, you can't prove that I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, and then uh, Nicky is... I went, uh, yeah, he's had a he has a radio show in Dublin. Okay. They're doing, they're quite, doing well. quite well. Yeah. I think they're quite happy. Do you think they will reform and do another tour? Maybe the four of them will do a little thing, but yeah. they'll never have Brian back. Why won't you? What's the bad blood between them and Brian? Because he left them. Well, so Robbie Williams left to take that. They had him back in for a bit. Well, that's 
because he became successful. <laughs> <laughs> Brian could become Robbie Williams. I had 11 voices in my head going, don't finish that sentence. <laughs> Someone yesterday asked me why Boy Song was better than Westlife, and I answered too quickly. So I said, because they're all still alive. <laughs> oh, other way around. And now I said it again. I've said it 11 times since, but I've been telling people <laughs> what a stupid thing I said. <laughs> Tis, that is very offensive. <laughs> we'll have to cut that out. <laughs> I met uh, I met a new Steve. I met Stephen Gate. We met. We were on the same. They're boys own right. That one. Oh, that one. of course, you're friends with him. Uh, I was very good friends with him. Man. <laughs> he was the one man I made love with in my life. No, we. I got his my my. We we saw that we were on like oh, we were on fully booked which was a Scottish version of Saturday Superstore or whatever. Me and Stu, we were on the first episode. They had a cat, it was a, set in a hotel in Glasgow, and there was a cartoon cow in it, a puppet cow. Um, we were on with Westlife. No, Bob Boy Zone. So I met him, and, then, and I got Stephen... I, I, like, I like Stephen Gately. I would have... There was something about him that I couldn't quite... Liked. There were a few men that, you know, you look at and you go, well, I did like... I mean, I still like him in spirit. I'm very upset that he's dead. He was nice, and I got his autograph. I've got his autograph at oh, home. That's nice. I can't remember where he is. <laughs> Didn't like him. He's nice, no, wasn't like, he, Steve? I like Boyson. Boyson was great. They were good. Yeah, they weren't. They were bad. No, they weren't. <laughs> they were very bad. But Show of hands. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we thought we'll definitely cut that out because that can't go out on the air. <laughs> that could never go out. If you ha do you have the Muppets in Denmark? What? Mm. Do you have the Muppets in Ireland? Yeah. If you had to marry a Muppet, which of the Muppets would you marry, lady in the front row? Mm. Yeah, it's good. The, the, drummer. the drummer, animal. Animal, yeah, he's nice, isn't he? Yeah, I can see, because the guy you're with is uh, <laughs> quite... Like, but you know, to be honest, he's more like uh, animal, so you might want to move across the aisle. <laughs> to the... Actually, are you guys segregated in religion? Is it the... I didn't realise that. Well, there's, a, there's an aisle down the middle. They can't even sit in the same room without a small gap between them. Ideally, we might need to build a wall between them to, uh, to save some. Yeah, Animal's nice. I like Janice, who was also in the band. I think the band were the sexiest. They were, yeah. I mean, you know, who wants to have sex with a frog? Really, you know. Uh, so... Uh, it would be limber, yeah, that's a good... She's, this woman is... But I wish I'd interviewed this woman. I wasn't given the choice. You should have. I wasn't given the choice of that woman. They said it could be Abandonment of Sophie Hagen or that woman. Have, she'll have some good answers well, to your is, questions. This is lovely. Is that it would be going? limber, but I mean, now how limber? Would you, would you like that? <laughs> and he's got a cloaca, I presume, as a frog rather than a penis. <laughs> which is fine for me. I can insert my penis into Kermit's cloaca. But for you, that's going to be... Yeah, that's what lizards and uh, birds have. It's a little... It means sewer. It's a Latin word meaning sewer. Yeah, you learn... You laugh and learn in this show. That is the thing. <laughs> I'm a very knowledgeable man. Uh, no, birds' genitals are cloacas, which came... I'm sure I've done this one before at some point in the podcast. But when I was a kid, I came up with... When I learned this when I was about 12 years old, I came up with a joke. Where does a bird leave its sexual organs when it goes to a nightclub? In the cloaca room. <laughs> You'd get that. If you weren't Danish, you would get that. That is... Uh, it's a kind of... <laughs> you're not a fan of puns, are you? You don't like puns. No, that was one of I your don't. pieces of advice. But surely in the cloaca room... But I don't it, think I get the goes, reference. What is well, it? you know, a cloak room. Yeah? And the cloaca room. A cloaca no, is a sexual... you cloaca room. Wow. It's... What's a cloaca? I've What's just been echo? explaining it. <laughs> got to listen to the, what's happening. The penis. No, it's like a sexual... It's a bird's sexual organs. 
gets you know, this is making the, this is making the joke a lot better. I, <laughs> I just like your, your know, yes, yeah. after you'd said it, like, yeah. come on, no, no, <laughs> come on, just pretend to laugh. In the cloak room. Oh, and it's funny because of uh, cloak room and cloak room. And to me, the idea of having a cloaca room is... I mean, a cloak room makes sense, but a cloaca room, like a bird to go to a nightclub and then thinking, well, I better detach my sexual organs and leave them in a special room for later. I wouldn't want to damage them in this nightclub. So to me, there's more to it than, than just the simple pun. It's the, it's the story that you envisage in your mind. And you think, why is this night... Why are birds going to a nightclub and... If, surely they're going there to have sex. If anything, that is the main function of the nightclub. This is some kind of chaste bird that wants to go to a nightclub to become asexual, not have sex. What's going on in the bird world? No wonder the dinosaurs died out. These are all the things that the audience were thinking when they heard the joke. And the two people who've arrived are loving this. So, um... <laughs> We've done enough time. We don't have to carry on, but I want, I'm going to carry on. <laughs> I'm going to carry on a bit. I don't know if that you've got. I think you're on next oh, in, yeah, in this yeah, room, but, so we've got some time. Right. So we can stay till six. <laughs> yeah, and then, but then you have to stay, <laughs> and you can't leave when I'm on. <laughs> it's going to be the same thing, but with more confusion. <laughs> I can't ask you that question. Why What's not? What's that doing there? Why not? How sensitive are your nipples? I can't ask you that. What? How Why sensitive are my how balls? How sensitive are your nipples or your balls? All my balls. <laughs> All your balls. I, I, yeah, again. Because, well, annoyed, the reason that question's there is but it annoys me that as a man, and some men do have sensitive nipples, but nipples mm -hmm. seem like quite a cool thing to have, and my nipples are not sensitive at all. Um, uh, so it annoys five, me. Five days a month, that's not nice. Okay, yeah. It get very painful. Yeah, when that guy comes in and really squeezes your nipples <laughs> for five days. <laughs> okay, I hate that time we as well. <laughs> Oh, your doctor don't do that. <laughs> should talk to someone. I like having nipples. Was yeah. that the question? No. <laughs> I just thought I'd throw it out there. Yeah. I don't but like I, having I, them. I'm disappointed in them. <laughs> I'm in my own nipples. I'm and I like the other. I like you know. I've enjoyed many nipples uh, over the. And like a little baby's nipples are really weird as well. That's enough. <laughs> they don't tell you about that. It's a very strange thing having a baby. I'm not. What, how are they with? Are they're just, just like they, they're just yeah they're not even really there they're just like this little opaque. Well, my daughter's like, maybe she's a freak. That might be the uh, <laughs> that might be the one thing. I'm not going to talk about my daughter's uh, breasts. I've talked about anus. That is fine. <laughs> <laughs> that bit was fine. Uh, but she's yeah. No, but I'm, I, <laughs> I, <laughs> Look at me with horror. I like no no no. I'm, it's because I'm because I'd like to talk about balls if you want. Oh, someone texted you. That's yeah, but it's not. It's not. I thought it was. I thought it'd be the football score, but it's not. It's. Uh, oh, okay. I mean, I'm sorry when you become a parent. Interrupting you. When you become a parent, <laughs> I'll just tell you about this. I'll tell you what's wrong. When you become a parent, you have to go to. Well, you don't have to, but you go to these NCT meetings. Anyone been to those? Do you have those in Ireland? Yeah, you have what here? <laughs> <laughs> MOT here. NCT. Oh, it's an MOT. Uh, like, well, you have a car with an MOT. Okay. Right. Uh, well, you go to meet loads of other parents and then you become friends with them is the idea, so you can... But the, the, all the men from this group go running together and then drink beer. And then, never, then and they text. never come back. But I, I don't... I, I'm, not, I'm not involved in that part of it. Uh, so anyway, we'll edit that bit out. There's a man talking over there saying it's, it's talking to the sound man. Get them is there enough tape? Do we have to go? No. Okay.
Can we? <laughs> We're allowed to go. We you can just leave. And I, just, I said if you didn't turn up, I was going to interview you with me doing your voice oh, pretending to be you, which I was quite tempted to do. Yeah. But now, now you're here. Then I, then I would have gotten all the jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like this. It's a cultural melting pot. I want the whole world to become like this moment in Sligo <laughs> where it's Irish people and Danish people and an English person together and the English person is just rude about the other two places. <laughs> it's a kind of cultural melting point. <laughs> It's actually a beautiful moment. It is a beautiful moment. I brought really Denmark beautiful. and Ireland together in hatred yeah. of me. <laughs> and so that we is a that start, isn't it? That's a start. That's two countries that yeah. were two countries, now one. And then yeah. if they destroy me, that's still two countries. So it's a beautiful vision <laughs> of a future world. Well, I think uh, it might be time to go to bed. <laughs> on my own. I'm not, that's, not, that's not my clever... You did leave a gap, Not though. my clever pick-up line. <laughs> Yeah, I could leave you a gap and then you go, what are you talking about? I go, no, I mean separately. And <laughs> then you go, oh, yes. Yeah, so yeah. uh, we're in Ireland. I'm away from my wife. I've heard you talk, writing about comedians trying to pick you up who are married. I've read about that. <laughs> and I've read how you slam them down. So it would be foolish of me to try. I already have to tattoo of your name on my arm. <laughs> you do, yeah. That's an exciting thing. Uh, so, you know, I've got a little baby now, isn't it? And also, I think like the people go, oh, it must be, you know, great on tour because you get to sleep and it is, that is good on tour because you get to sleep away from the child but the idea of coming to Sligo and wasting some valuable sleeping time by having sex with a woman is uh, <laughs> just ridiculous so uh, <laughs> I'm going to bed on my own this I can, I can, I can relate because Thursday I, I picked up a guy and we went to my hotel room and then we ended up having a lovely chat instead. Oh. Yeah. What, Thursday in Sligo? Yeah. Wow, you picked up a guy the I first did. day you were here. And I was like, like, yes, and it was so easy. <laughs> we went back and he was like, we can just talk. I was like, okay. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm totally fine with that. And he was like, isn't it amazing? Like, now you made a friend instead of a sexual partner. I was like, yeah, I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> it's my dream. <laughs> yeah. He was like, let's not sleep. I was like, let's sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get something out of this. That's pretty good. I'm quite impressed with that. You had, Why? You, <laughs> it's horrible. You'd, uh, that's, you've arrived in a town and within 12 hours, 18 <laughs> hours, you've got a man in your room. Nice you, yeah, you'd think that was a good thing. No, it was a very... And then he wham, wham, gathered on, yeah, didn't he? Yeah, it was a shame. <laughs> 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 no, I mean, I'm, it's, it's fine. It's not yeah. fine, but... Have you not seen him again? I mean, it's Saturday now, so you've had two days you no, could No, he went talked. back. I think he's from Dub Dublin? Dublin, yeah. Dublin, yeah. <laughs> How do you know? Were you all there? It's his... Yeah. That was your best mate. Yeah. What's wrong with him? Why didn't he have sex with Sophie? I don't know. I'll find out. You're going to find out. Yeah, take... Could find out now. We could put it. <laughs> that could be the end of the podcast. Now. Text him. Yeah, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> it won't be the first time I've asked. Oh. Why not? <laughs> Why? What Why? was wrong? Why? Good work though. Well done. Did what? you just meet in a bar or did? You... <laughs> I just, you know, I've got to live my life vicariously through youngsters he, he did now. An, an, an open mic competition. Oh really? And I was like, hey kid. <laughs> He won the open mic competition. You should have won. <laughs> I'll teach you a thing or two. Learn, learn, learn. Cut those puns and you can go to my room. <laughs> I'm doing Give him the cloaca rune joke, and I tell you, that will be... He has to explain it all afterwards to say this is the reason it's funny. But that is the only thing. Well, that's very exciting. So you're hoping to pull before you... When are you leaving? You're leaving tomorrow morning. Yeah, so if anyone wants tomorrow. to have sex with you... <laughs> 
they kind of have to move reasonably quickly, but not that quick. I mean, not as quickly as you did on Thursday. I was really impressed of how easy it was. Because yeah. it was just like, hey, you want to go to it? Like, yeah. No, it's really... It's like, really? This must be too good to be true, and it was. It's, uh, <laughs> it is very easy to pick up men, though, I imagine. It's really it really not. is. It's really not. They're very shallow and idiotic. Exactly. Yeah. It's very yeah. easy to That's pick up. Really no, because they, 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 they get scared because I'm doing it very aggressively. Yeah. They're like, this is not, she's going to kill me. And yeah. I don't know, I might, but... They, you might do. Might. That, to me, would be an exciting frisson to add to the... <laughs> if I was yeah, a young man and an unmarried man, that would be, well, that's an exciting thing. I might be killed and... Maybe the first or twentieth victim of a Danish serial killer. But isn't that how every woman feels when she gets picked up? He <laughs> might kill me. <laughs> this is statistical. <laughs> there's a chance. There's a main could, chance. It could, yeah. It's an odd it thing happens. when you when I think back to my days of being a single man. You take some appalling risks. <laughs> I mean, both in both directions. <laughs> yeah, you do. No, you do. I the worst thing I did in terms of like that was I I was drunk in. Uh, chip shop, I'd spilt tomato ketchup all down my stomach. <laughs> I was eating chips, uh, and I was really drunk and upset because I'd been to a nightclub and hadn't had sex with anyone, hadn't met anyone, which never happened anyway. And then a girl came into the chip shop, and she was quite nice, and she recognised me from the television, and I quite fancied her. So oh, that's good. And she said, oh, no, I'm here with my boyfriend. But my friend's not got here with anyone. And then I went home with the friend covered in tomato ketchup. What, you covered her in tomato ketchup No, as I was well? covered in tomato ketchup, but that's just like two people who didn't know each other at all to go, oh, I can't have sex with you, but my friend probably can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just let's get in a cab and go, okay, bye. Uh, all there, I can't there. see any problem with this. I mean, I guess the, the other woman would have said, yeah, it's that guy off a of fist of fun if, I, if, the, if the woman had disappeared and never come back in. But what if I'd disappeared and never come back in? Who would have looked after me? The worst one. Yeah, the worst one. So I was in Leicester, and I was alone after a gig. I had a hotel room, so I got drunk alone in a bar. Which I, yeah. So I felt really adventurous. <laughs> I'm so cool. I'm alone getting drunk in a bar. How, how awesome. So I saw a guy who looked quite disgusting, and I thought, <laughs> you know what? No one will know. <laughs> no one will ever find out that I slept with a stranger. So I walked up to him and said, hello, I like your beard. He said, I like your boobs. I said, you want to go to my hotel room? That's literally the conversation. Right. And I thought, no one, no one will ever find out. I can yeah. just do this crazy thing. So we, we did the thing. And uh, then I said, so what do you do? And he said, oh, I'm a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> and I just moved here. I, had, I was like, no, nah, but you're probably not. Like, I said, what's your name? And he told me, and uh, if I'd known, I wouldn't have done it. <laughs> really wouldn't have done it. I said, but you're not, like, established. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you're welcome to share uh, the name, if you like. Uh, we, won't, we, won't, we, won't, we won't do that. I'll, Never. I'll, I'll find out backstage. Uh, I want to go because uh, I want to find out if York City have beaten uh, Hartlepool. It's a very important uh, bottom-of-the-table clash. Do you have football here in Ireland? I don't know if you have that. It's, uh, it's like uh, curling and hurling. It's a similar thing to those. Uh, okay, uh, it's been lovely to talk to you, and it's been, you. Uh, we opened up a bit at the end. <laughs> so that's, none of this can ever go out. Yeah. But it probably will. Uh, and uh, I hope you've enjoyed it. I'm here, doing a gig here tonight. You're doing a gig at 6 o'clock. Yeah, 6 o'clock. That's mainly the people in the room, I have to say. The people, are, <laughs> the people at home, even if you heard, were to hear this in time somehow, it's unlikely you're going to get a plane. You've got to get a plane from Luton uh, to, to, to Knock, <laughs> which is a real place. 
uh, and then drive for 40 minutes and you'll be right here in the heart of it. <laughs> Maybe tickets available for both of our shows. I'm not, probably, I don't, I'm just, I'm just, guess, I'm just guessing. Uh, but thank you very much to my guest, Sophie Hagen, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> thank you for coming. Goodbye. Well, what a lot of fun that was. I was thinking of editing some of that out, but it's in there now, so I hope you enjoyed it. Um, and uh, uh, the Less Square Theatre podcast will return. Um, we're doing more in June and July. I haven't started booking them yet, but there are some very exciting names in the frame. So you might want to go to the Leicester Square Theatre website if you're in London or can get down to London and book your tickets for that already. That's up to you. I can't help you with that. Um, and as I say, go to richshane.com slash L-O-T-D-S slash tour if you want to see me on tour. Go to gofasterstrike.com if you want to buy some of my old DVDs, which also helps fund everything we're doing, or some DVDs from other fantastic comedians. Um, gofasterstrike.com slash badges if you want to donate directly in return for these free podcasts. I will keep them free. You don't have to pay. If you can pay, if you feel like paying, all your money will go towards making other content. Um... So thanks if you've come to see me on tour. It's been brilliant so far and a big relief that people have been turning up because uh, as I've probably said a lot of times, I was there's a lot of comedians on the road at the moment so I was very nervous that I wouldn't be getting an audience. There are still tickets for nearly all the shows so, <laughs> so there's still room to come and support me that way uh, and by supporting me live, you also of course help support uh, all of these podcasts and keep us going here. But yes, I will see you back in June. I'm not sure if we're filming the ones in June and July because it's a bit expensive to do it. So if you feel strongly about that, let me know. And uh, I don't know, we might find some other way to try and fund it. It doesn't cost a huge amount, but it does eat into the money from the badges that we're hoping to put towards doing a video as it occurs to me at some point. If not this year, then hopefully early next year. But um, yes, that is all I have to say to you. Go away now. Thank you for listening. Thanks very much, richardherring.com slash Rahalastapa for those remaining Rahalastapa dates, Rahalastapa, and richardherring.com slash ballback slash tour to find out all the tour dates for my upcoming stand-up. Would love to see you at those ones. Please book tickets if you can. All right, enjoy another podcast. Don't listen to anyone else's podcast but mine. Stay faithful, and I'll see you on the next one. Bye.